Hello, everybody. Welcome to That Local Life Podcast. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. I'm oh nervous. Oh, my goodness. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Wow. <laughs> I remember I'm, my first time. <laughs> remember my first beer. Okay, okay. I'm not editing that out, by the way, because that's funny. <sighs> okay, okay. I'm good. Welcome to That Local Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney. This is Tyler. What's up, everybody? <laughs> that was a hell of an intro right there. We have a very special guest today. Her name is Jenna Ravenscraft. She is the NISA Athletic Director for, what, the last few years now? Five, yep. Five years. Wow. Okay. How are you? I'm good. It's it's impressive that I've been there for five years because uh, it was like a one and done there for the first, I think, three or four years before I got there. So. Yeah, it really was. I mean, you when you came in, I grew up in NISA, for those of you that don't know, uh, it was pretty much one, 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 then one would stick around for another couple of years. Then it was like, eh, on to the next. And then you came in, I think after I was out of yeah. school. You've been there the longest. Stuck it out. Yeah, I think Luke Cleaver might have been there longer than me or someone before him, but it's probably been Something about like 10 that. years. Yeah. yeah. Wild. So, Jenna, where did you grow up? Where are you from? I have Let's to get explain that, that huh? Okay. You do. Well, you do, you do. technically I'm a transplant, so I was actually <sighs> Gross. born in a state that's <laughs> south of here. <laughs> Love it. So Love I'm not judged by listeners. That's okay. Um, I did have a, a, a listener, that or a, an episode that was from California, so you can... You can I can say it? You can say yeah, it's okay. Right. Well, I was born in California, <laughs> but I wouldn't say I was raised in California. Um, my family moved up here in 92. Okay. And so uh, parents just wanted out of California. It was kind of like a Clampets move. Sure. Came up here with my grandma and my grandpa and my mm-hmm. two uncles and my mom and my dad and my brother. And we bought a business in Riggins, mm. uh, the hardware store that was there in Riggins. And so grew up working in a hardware store, graduated high school up there. Nice. Went to TVCC, played basketball for a couple of years, and then graduated from Boise State. Mm-hmm. And then I've been in, yeah, Boise, Payette, Nissa area last 15 years or so always doing athletic director type stuff PE coach like yeah what? so I was I spent 12 years in Payette uh, at the high school so uh, 9 through 12 classes okay. so PE and health mm-hmm. did some elective classes there so anatomy and physiology some dual credit health and fitness first aid certifications and stuff there nice. and then um, coach there coach uh, geez soccer <laughs> volleyball basketball track um, then I decided that kind of was done from coaching from the high school experience, and I was sure. at TVCC for a couple years. Okay. And then uh, I did my master's in athletic administration. Mm-hmm. Um, Idaho doesn't really pay phenomenally for <laughs> education and teaching, Weird. And so I, I picked the worst possible time to finish a master's degree. Mm-hmm. So uh, when there was a lot of athletic directing positions that kind of come open because it's a position that depending on where you're at can have a huge influx of people it's uh it's a large burnout position too kind of depending on where you're at and so uh this position came open and uh the guy that i did my master's program mm-hmm. underneath over at payette was like you really need to do this like you're wasting your time in the classroom so yeah then i moved out of the classroom <laughs> to to a babysitting adults basically yeah <laughs> honestly yeah so that's very nice. How have you fought off the burnout with a job like that? Well, How does that work? 
Luckily for me, it's a pretty flexible job for the most part because mm-hmm. I'm a full time. Um, so okay. uh, last year I taught a couple of classes. So I think it was the last two years I had like one class. So it was a sports conditioning class, which was like geared towards like um, athletes. Mm. So it was just an extra PE class. Sure. Um, so it kind of got me back in the classroom, which is nice because that's the part that, that I kind of miss. Mm. Um, and so that kind of keeps you away from like the sit down desk job, scheduling job, all the other issues that can arise from being an athletic director and in charge of we have 13 programs oh wow yeah that's enough yeah so five in the in the fall five in the spring and three in the winter interesting so um okay so what what in terms of an athletic director what do you do per se i know like from my perspective like being around the school and like running events you're the person that's running around like with a chicken with their head cut off kind of lady. It's so, actually, yeah, it's, like, it's a pretty pretty accurate depiction of the day-to-day <laughs> stuff on, on a event hosting. Yeah. Um, and certain events are, are obviously more taxing than, than others. Sure. Like our big tournaments are chaotic. But those are actually the parts that are probably the, the part of the job that's probably the best for me because I'm running around this organized for the most part until there's something that happens. Yeah, there's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's being out there with the people and the kids okay and not sitting behind the desk and dealing with all the rest of the politics or the scheduling Um, right now we're seeing big issues with like transportation there's just not enough bus drivers so trying to find people to drive our routes and then trying to find people to drive like our activities um, ah for like for all the sports yeah yeah so that's been interesting tough the last couple years with just there's just not enough drivers out there so we have a lot of times where our coaches are driving that Mm. wow uh and then officials in the past couple years Mm -hmm. with kind of the reactions of dealing with spectators and uh, (laughs) yeah people within events okay Um, like you can see the stuff on the media where people are you know accosting officials and like following them to their cars and uh, and all that there's there's a um, lack of officials out there too so we actually got bumped last year idaho uh, because we're so close to the border right sure Um, so District 3 out of Idaho usually gives us all of our officials. Uh-huh. Well, last year they basically told us that um, for basketball, you're kind of on your own. you got to figure it out. Uh, so we got moved over to a league out of uh, kind of Baker City, LaGrande area, uh-huh. which means the travel time and the travel fees and the commute stuff was more expensive. And so, or you had to change games because uh, big schools over in Boise had games that night. So yeah. hmm. we would have last minute cancellations or that's annoying. Yeah. That freaking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and it, we can even see it all the way on the other side. Like Burns had that issue. We had really? to do like two or three games because it's like, I'm sorry, we just don't have officials to send you. Where well, do you great. think that problem's coming from? Like. Just a lack of interest in the thing. I mean, isn't it mostly like somewhat of a volunteer position, like mm-hmm. paid? It's but yeah, they get paid. I wouldn't say they get paid spectacularly, but sure. I know how much I spend in my budget, and a good portion <laughs> of that budget, of my professional services budget, goes um, towards officials. And gotcha. like basketball last year was at least twelve thousand dollars that we spent, and that's just that that three month season. That's enough. It's a fair amount of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So interesting. Um, they're trying to make that pay scale uh, better mm-hmm. to hopefully get more people involved in it and some better training. So we're actually, uh, one of the local guys here made his own association basically for our kind of Eastern Oregon area mm-hmm. right here. So it services like Ontario, basically the non-Idaho schools on this side, like south yeah. of Baker. 
And so uh, interesting. he's been an Idaho guy and been in the Idaho League and yeah. is in the Oregon League. And so we're kind of interested to see. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting play on the things of like mm-hmm. a private company. Well, and he, uh, it's Ted Pettit out of Payette County. And so okay. he does Payette County Rec. And so he's got, and he does most of the middle school schedules uh, too. And so he's got that background in it. And gotcha. He's got a lot of irons in the fire, but he was like, this isn't fair to you guys. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's I'll obviously. I'll take it on. There's obviously a need for it, right? Yeah. I mean, if there's a need for it, somebody's going to find some way to uh, yeah. to. Well, it sounds it like the bigger schools are kind of getting an advantage over the smaller schools. Yeah, and they're going to like in, in basketball specifically, they're going to like a three-man mechanic. So there's there's three officials instead of two. So that's another body, right? Mm-hmm. That's another yeah. person you have to train. That's a different mechanic huh. system. Like, I mean, it got to the point last year where I have my officials certification, like. I was officiating some of our games because I was worried about us not having officials. Yeah. Yeah. Our vice principal got certified to do it. So <laughs> I was like, I didn't do very many games. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I am just not in it. Yeah, I'm not cut out for this. I can't do both jobs at one time. Mm-hmm. It was a little taxing. So Yeah, I imagine so. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's shift from the boring stuff. <laughs> what you do for work to what you like to do for fun yeah that was so, that balance thing you asked earlier yeah. i was trying to segue into it uh-huh, and i got off so, topic it's okay so. I'll, I'll lead it right back in perfect it. perfect so i know you're sparta spartan jeez why do i keep saying sparta i don't sparta. know why i'm thinking of greece i must <laughs> want to go there we'll talk about greece. We'll we will talk about we will but spartan races and stuff like that yeah tough mutters like i know that's your jam Let's talk about that. Yeah, so that's that balance that keeps me from getting burned out. Luckily, sure. my, my schedule is a little bit flexible. So basically, I kind of say where I get to, I don't really ask. I kind of like tell, hey, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm, I'm doing gonna, this. Yeah, I'm going to be gone this weekend. And, uh-huh. and it was that, that work-life balance where it's like, guys, you got to, as stressful as this job, in order to keep me here, I'm going to have to be gone like a few three or four day weekends so I can go do this and come yeah. back refreshed and, sure. and be able to do my job effectively. <laughs> So, yeah, I started um, probably, I think it was back in 2016, 2015, I think, was the first time. So, not super long, but... No, and it's kind of a funny story. Like, we were doing a uh, hometown 5K, so Riggins has a Salmon River run. Sure. And I was doing it with my mom and my dad and, you know, the other locals, and it was like... Kind of in between out of being out of athletics for enough time, you kind of always are always kind of looking for that. That itch to scratch. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that competitive thing yeah. where you can still be competitive and have something to train for. And uh-huh. so I was just kind of still, I guess, searching for that. So ran this 5K. And granted, it's it's a small 5K where most people oh. are walking, yeah. right? So to <laughs> sure, say sure. I won a 5K, let's not get too excited about it. Like, I was probably the only one that ran the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so... But it did something, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it was like one of my friends was like, "Oh yeah, you should, you should do like the ten k or the half." And I'm like, "Oh, running That's is so gross. stupid. Like, anything that takes me longer than a half an hour to do that's just solid running. Like, I have no interest in doing it." Well, <laughs> fast forward to like the next June, and that was the first year Spartan came out and did their Spartan race in Payette. Mm-hmm. And it was like December or something, and she sends Ugh. this thing out. She's like, "Hey, this is what we should do." And I'm like, "All right, yeah." kind of looks cool like it's not just running awesome <laughs> it's a 5k it's, it's a piece of cake yeah uh, okay yeah so then i started going down that wormhole and looking at just the obstacles and yeah. kind of reading just different aars and looking at people's different videos and reaching out to people yeah. that i knew that had done them and, and kind of getting all that information and i don't know we were with the big group when we did it and it was kind of funny because it's you had all types of people uh, like your, <laughs> yes. your non-athletic people that you do. want to be part of it yeah, yeah. yeah. 
so it's like, okay, we're all going to stick together. We're all going to stick together. Like, this is going to be a good experience. And so we did. But it was, like, probably after, like, the first big climb. Because it's where the big nasty is, right? Yeah. So oh, you have yeah. that climb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that Thomas Pent Ranch. Yeah. It yeah. Ass. Sucks so, ass. And they took us kind of up that. Not straight up, uh, it, right? We, yeah. We got to take the zigzag course. Close enough. We got up to the top and I was like, oh, man, this is really fun. Like, this sucks. But this is really fun. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. That's, that's how I got sucked into it. It was really that first one. A lot of people would say that's that's insane. Yeah. And I pay good money to do it like right. um, I come back from races and it's I mean if you don't know anything about it it's an obstacle course race and so it's got running in it um, it's a 5k now it's standardized down to where there's a 5k there's a 10k there's a half marathon mm-hmm. there's a marathon level and there's 24 hour events where Holy it's just yeah as, as much as you can get done in that 24 hour period wow. time so it might be like a five mile course yeah. that you're just trying to to check it off like tough going. world's toughest mutter was yeah. last weekend and that was a 24 hour and they had the this is kind of cool chris roglowski is uh the first woman to ever get 100 miles in that holy hell yeah so this is a wow that's uh that's insane that's yeah and it's cold like it was cold and wet like you're yeah. running in wet yeah. suits in that sure um just to like not die of yeah yeah because it's 24 hours so once it hits the night time it gets crazy yeah it gets Brutal. a little sketchy yeah interesting you know i did a brief stint two races folks don't get don't get <laughs> crazy here it's true uh the, actually jenna got me started on i met met jenna at uh uh it was probably the school wasn't yeah. it i was doing nuts yeah. i was playing with my nuts <laughs> you were playing with your nuts <laughs> um pedal in your nut car we was and got to talking and i got to bugging her and i was like hey like is this cool? And she's like, yeah, it's cool. I'm like, give it a shot. Like, okay. So the first one came around and I, I did it and I was, it, uh, it sucked. I was very underprepared. I was like, it's a sprint. It's like what? Four miles. I think was the course that year that I did it. Yeah. And I tried doing it. And it's like, I'm competitive. I'll do it in the pro class or whatever you want to call it. And I got my ass handed to me. You're like, turns out I'm Absol- not a pro. Absolutely <laughs> handed to me. Like the first, hundred feet of running i was like i i where what did i do wrong and but it was fun right like it was fun like carrying that bucket of concrete for a half mile was like this sucks but at the end of it you're like damn that feels good and then where i drew the line was the uh the 10k uh in laughlin nevada it was actually this one was 11 miles so yeah, this is back before they standardized it. Yeah, and it was three to five for a sprint uh-huh. and eight to ten for a super, which really meant yeah. it was more like eleven mm. or like yeah. five and a half or right. like fifteen. It was miles. anywhere. It was yeah. any range yeah. depending on the course. And this one was like eleven miles and wasn't a whole lot of incline, but it was in sand. Yeah. And mile five, I cramped my entire body, and I pretty much walked the rest of the way through. And then I went back to my hotel and slept for eight hours straight, just straight. I didn't didn't wake up, and then when I woke up, I I don't know where it was. Like, it, it's tough, it's really tough. So to do it over and over and over and over again, I would say is insane. Yeah. How that, many have you actually done? We were just counting that. So uh, they just did the trifecta world championships, which is actually held in Sparta, Greece. That's where I was getting. And so that was a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Um, if it wasn't a bad time of the season for me, I would totally yeah. do it. I had a couple friends that went, but if I'm going to go to Greece, I really want to go to Greece for like more than a week. Right. Yeah. And during work time, that's probably going to be pretty, 
It's not going to yeah. be. Not going to be great. <laughs> not, for, not if you want a job when you get back. Yeah. Right? So this year, um, so 20 trifecta is over, uh, over the course since I've started. A trifecta is three races. So sure. it's a, a sprint, a super, and a beast counts as a trifecta. So there's more probably races than that. I'm probably more like 25, 27, 30 or something like that. So like 70 plus races? No, there's, Yeah. Yeah. 20 times mm-hmm. yeah, 3, that's, that's 60 the plus mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. odds and end yeah, races yeah, here and there. Yeah. Yeah. If you count the endurance races uh, out of that. Well, like the, the Spartan stuff. And then you have like, haven't you done like partner ones? With yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go Rocks. Team I heard assessment, those yeah. ones suck. Yeah. It's even not, worse than the Spartan. It's race. a 48 hour event where you're up and cold and wet. Yeah. Mm. So, and there's, there's yeah. weight involved. And yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. So 70 plus races of some of the toughest shit that anybody will go through and this year i did five trifectas plus two so that's dedication yeah um so i bought a season pass for the first time this year normally i volunteer and that Mm -hmm. gives me a certain so my race codes are like cheaper because i don't want to pay full price um so last year uh the group of people that i usually like travel around with Mm -hmm. they all have season passes and i was like I'm just gonna get a season pass. This sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah, why not? Really, there was a merch code that came with it, and Ooh. so I got like the sweet blue code. I do like the jacket for free, basically. Basically, because I paid for, for free my ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, for my pass, but whatever. Yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so normally I volunteer, so I'll go to like our events. Or usually there's gonna be like at least one on Saturday and mm-hmm. maybe one on Sunday, and most of them. So I'd go and race one day, and then volunteer the next day. So then I'd get a race code for the next race. Mm. So. Um, that's kind of how I did it for all those years. Well, this year, since I had a season pass, it's like, well, now I can race the whole weekend. And True. So I did multiple, like, um, trifecta weekends. Uh, so just one right after another. Yeah, so it's you're going to have one race. You're usually doing your beast race, which is yeah. your your half. The biggest one, yeah. Yeah, your 12-mile or whatever. whatever. Yeah. And then um, on Sunday is your super and your sprint. So your 8-miler followed by your 3-miler. Really, it's a 6-miler now followed by your 3-point-whatever-miler. That's miler. disgusting. Minutes and yeah, back to back. <laughs> so I that's why I have as many this summer is because I was like, well, if I'm gonna go do it, like I want to make, I want to pay this pass off. Uh-huh. I want to get my money's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? And then uh, so I went to some new venues this year, like places I haven't been. Uh, North Carolina. Okay. South Carolina. It was supposed to be North Carolina, but they lost their <laughs> venue, and so like a week before they switched it to South Carolina. Oops. Which was fine. I mean, I was already kind of... The Airbnb was actually closer, so... Oh, oh. It was the lake Played house. Out. Interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. a cute little lake house. That's good. Um, Beautiful. What's your favorite place that you've been to so far? Okay, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Hawaii always comes at, like, oh. the beginning of the school year. Mm. Mm. This year, it shifted enough on the week where I could kind of take my personal time at the beginning, Ooh. where I didn't have anything as far as athletics was concerned because we were just getting started. Sure. Yeah. So I didn't have any games or anything that people had to cover, and I was like... Yo, guys, this is uh, this is kind of cool. Once like, in a lifetime here. They do it Maybe. every year, but it's never been this weekend. I've always wanted to go. You're like, it's, I'm going. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I, I kind of don't ask for permission. I'm waiting to be told no. no. Yeah. But um, organized enough usually that it's, it's really difficult outside of, like, something uh-huh. big for yeah. them to tell me no. And generally I'm working while I'm gone anyway. <laughs> Sure. So yeah, it never stops. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. My phone will go off constantly. And yeah. so, yeah, um, Hawaii, hands down, best ever place. Like, it was a grind. You saw all types of, like, terrain. Uh. 
um, it's in August, so the, the humidity isn't as, as bad. It's yeah. like their wetter season, sure. and so the humidity is tapped off. But basically, you're out there where they film all the movie scenes. So, like, Jurassic Park is filmed there. 51st mm-hmm. Dates was filmed there. So you're like, so cool. <laughs> yeah, like, you're running through all these areas where yeah. they still have, like, the signs and stuff up. And so, That's so and the beast takes you, like, like incredible views. Like, uh-huh. there's a part in the the beast course which is the saturday one where you're just like in the trees like hiking up in this jungle Mm, to the and all of a sudden you end up on this ridge like over here and you're like wait what where this is awesome (laughs) and you're like in this pain cave of awfulness at the same time but that was probably like one of the only venues that i've ever raced at where it's like I just can't describe what it looks like (laughs) yeah like this sucks and it's kind of awful but at the same time this is Awesome. Every time you take a look at the at the view, you're like, "Yeah, this is why. This. this is yeah. why I did that." Yeah, yeah. You're like, "Okay, so every year they have it here. I, I definitely want to come back." So one of my friends that went with us, um, I convinced her to go because I was like, "Hey, I'm going over." And uh, yeah. she DNF'd her super in Colorado because Colorado ended up being really hot and gnarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that took a lot of people down, and so she needed a super. And I'm like, just come to Hawaii. Come like, on, yeah. we're already going. What and a way to make it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So went to Hawaii the whole time. Did did some cool things. Slam with some turtles. Oh, like, that's so awesome. I want to yeah. go to Hawaii so bad. Yeah. That makes it worth it for sure. Yeah. So we kind of, you know, had a couple of days before and a couple of days after. So yeah. it wasn't a full six-hour flight over and back. But yeah, I would say that one. And then definitely Greece is on my bucket list. That trifecta. That would be so awesome. Actual Sparta. Yeah. And they do that whole thing. Like they have the, the gladiator Spartan people. Yeah. Like it's a huge hype fest. Like oh, that's so sick. Another friend that I travel with, she went and she just said it was like phenomenal. Like you have to do it. She's going back really? next year. Hmm. Like, do they do it in Greece every year? Or is it just, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. So they oh, focus cool. just, and it's the trifecta championship. So you're competing in the trifecta for that whole weekend. And it's based off of your time to points ratio. So, uh, interesting. So, as far as Spartan goes, what what's your favorite like event? Not not just in Spartan, but like Tough Mudder, the Rucks. Like what what's your favorite one? Mm. I know you do Spartan the most, but yeah, like, what's your I haven't favorite done a one? Tough Mudder because they have that electric eel thing where mm, it like yeah. shocks you, and I'm not all about being tased. Right. Because I've seen some sweet videos of people just like just, just out done. Yeah, interesting. Like, or they're screaming, and yeah. I don't really feel like screaming. Um, so I've never actually done a Tough Mudder. Okay. Spartan bought Tough Mudder, and so it's the same brand now. So yeah. they kind of monopolized that. So, I see. So I can't say anything about Tough Mudder, but there's some stuff in Tough Mudder that I'm like, oh, I just don't know if they got to do that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Uh, but I would say probably. I'm kind of retiring from the longer races mm. because it just hurts too much. Like the running and the beat up on your body is pretty, yeah. pretty gnarly. And there's some obstacles that they're, they're trying to add more, but they've been kind of stagnant. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of over it for lack. You've seen a decline. So you're just kind of, it's not a decline. They just haven't, they haven't moved. What's next. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like you have your same stuff. You have your same venues. I've been to all these places. Like, yeah. Like, pick some new venues, do some new obstacles. And so now sure. they've they've came out because the season passes are up for next year where they're doing like a shorter course mm-hmm. and they're doing it like, for that elite and competitive series. Like a sprint sprint. Yeah, it's even smaller, like a 1K or something like that mm-hmm. or a 3K or just quicker, more like competitive things. Yeah. But Interesting. they also started DecaFit, which is kind of like High Rocks. If you follow like weightlifting in the High Rocks hit series, 
where it combines like your ski erg or your rower with mm-hmm. you know farmers carries and there's the deca fit the deca strong and the deca mile it's also a spartan brand but now they're trying to mm. like kind of meander over mm-hmm. so they grew that this year gotcha kind of left their regular series alone and so i want to do that they just had those national t- yeah the world championships is last weekend uh-huh. um in atlantic city huh I didn't know that. So, I'll have to look into that. So. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like something you'd enjoy. Yeah. And the stadium you races that do. I haven't done. Yeah, um, it, Probably not me. <laughs> it, it'll be fine. Look, look the lifting. mile is only a mile long. It's lifting, but it's like a circuit of lifting. Yeah. I hate yeah, it's true. We it's like do circuits, stations. and yeah. I told my personal trainer, I'm like, yeah. these aren't for me. Every, every um, Thursday. So I'm going to have day. to opt out of that. But it's only like one station. So you go to like one station and you do say it's like burpees whatever 15 25 okay. burpees, whatever it is and then if it's in the mile it's like a short sprint to the next station yeah if it's in the deca fit that ends up being like a 5k so it's like mm. a 400 in between each station mm. and then you have the bike. i could probably give it a shot you have the assault bike in it you have the mm. erg in it you have like med ball yeah crunches see that part i probably wouldn't mind the running is what really gets me so you me. Would probably want the deca mile because yeah. you're only gonna do a mile and you're done in like 25 I minutes or running. something like Beautiful. that which is crazy i used to love running i did cross country i did track and now i'm like i'll walk yeah yeah so i'm looking at kind of those for next year there's some mm-hmm. adventure racing i have some friends that are doing the adventure racing series mm-hmm. where it's just different things where you're navigating and then I don't want to do that rucking thing anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> kind of retiring from the from that group. From that, aspect. yeah, any of those events. But actually, Go Ruck does a like they call them star courses, where it's uh, more of a navigation thing. You might get like waypoints, and you have like mm. x amount. Like you have a time yeah. limit to where it's like here's your waypoints. Take pictures when you get there. So it's like a navigating oh, thing like That's a with the waypoints. Almost. Yeah, yeah. kind of like geocaching. Huh. And That's so I'm like, oh wait, I don't really have to run. I don't. I have to pack a little bit of weight, but yeah. not like a ton of weight. I get to oh. hike to see some cool stuff. Yeah, and, That'd be and they fun. do it in like big cities and stuff where you do it around. So interesting. That yeah. would be fun. So, so I haven't made a schedule for next year. Gotcha. I have no idea you what just my life. Bought it, and you're like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, let's see what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Yeah. I have to like try and plan around all the other things that other people are doing that I like to. So do you have sponsors? With. No. No. <laughs> so this is all free will, own pocket. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like a vacation every time I do it. Sure. So it's kind of like, that's kind of what I look at my money going towards. It's like, well, and it's something it's an you experience. enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like your hobby. Yeah. Yeah. An experience, yeah. if you will. It's the experience. And it's like, generally, there's always people that I'm going with. Like, I just raced last weekend, two weekends ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. I ended up, I was supposed to be done after Hawaii. And then I ended right. up, um, my friends got some of my friends that are racers got married in September and they're like, Oh, Hey, we're going down to um, California for that race. And I was like, Oh, what date is it? And I'm like looking at my calendar. I'm like, they're like, I'm coming too. It looks I don't free. Have, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Funny enough, I don't have anything going on. So yeah, let's look at plane tickets. And so, and then another one that I, other tr- people that I um, travel with live down there in that yeah. area. And so oh, I was like, beautiful. We got a place to crash. Yeah. Made it happen. And then uh, Jess is running elites now, so she's running the pro division. So I was like, mm. I'll just run in the pro division with you, because why not? Let's just, just go get worked over. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I went and ran with, with the big dogs. Yeah. I didn't get last. So, oh, that's I good. Mean, that's pretty good. I didn't get last either when I did it, yeah. but it feels like it feels like you get last. Yeah, oh, oh for sure. 100%. Um, 
comes out, I'm not very good at running, which I kind Weird. of already knew. Yeah. I'm I'm okay at the uh, obstacle part because there was the runners out there where it was like they'd pass me, I'd catch them and pass them, <laughs> they'd pass me, catch them and pass them. Uh-huh. So I That's I gained funny. on people at the end yeah. at that because there was such an obstacle dense portion at the end that uh, I was like, oh. That's I'd the part like I this. would enjoy. But the running. Obstacles are brutal. What's your favorite one? Favorite course or obstacle. favorite obstacle? And then you can do the course. There's a lot of obstacles. Yeah. So, and it's only on the beast course that it's set up like this. Um, there's a stairway to Sparta and it's like an A-frame. Uh, it's a wooden A-frame, but they started putting like a Trex decking on the bottom layer. Uh-huh. So it's like four by eight sheets. So it's like sure. eight feet tall that you have to jump up to and then climb your way. Yeah. Up. Get to the next two by six or whatever. Yeah. And climb your way up. Well, on the beast course, they, they make that twice the distance. Oh. So it's like 16 feet. So it's, no one's going to jump like up to 16 feet. Yeah. Wall, yeah. But they put uh, climbing grips uh-huh. up to like where you rock, have to jump like up. Little and uh, grab onto the rock climbing grips yeah. and then pull yourself up to, to get your, yeah. so you can get your feet up and get up. And I'm tall enough that it's like not too difficult as long as it's not super wet for me. Yeah. And a lot of people struggle with that one. So I think like for me, that one's, you're like, I think you're I like, I got excel this. at this. Yeah. Like that, the only time I haven't done that one is like when it's been super wet and uh, I had like an elbow injury that I was like, I was afraid if I got up there and tried to lock out and reach that I was just going to pop. Slide off, and I was like, okay, I'm just not going to do that one today. <laughs> That's funny. What's your favorite course? Portland. Really? Yep, Washougal. Okay, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, heck yeah. That's right. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot Portland. Didn't want, why and I didn't get to do it this Washugal? year. This is the first year that I haven't got to do it, which was heartbreaking because they yeah. switched it with Seattle's weekend, and so oh, I had lame. work. Lame. So, oh, I was having serious FOMO. Like, all my friends are up there. Yeah. Racing it. I, I like, love Washougal. That would be such a fun area I, to I, do it. Why don't they call it Washougal? That is so misleading. I know you said Portland, then you said Washougal, and I was like, I well, they, what? I forgot. They Portland do that with Washougal. a lot of places. Though. They'll well, call it whatever Boise, the big city. Yeah. And then it's in Payette. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Well, it's like whatever San Jose was not in San Jose. It was in like Pacinas, like south, like by an hour. So that's They just so do it by whatever the next closest, I think, airport is. Like, uh, or big main city. That's fair. <laughs> I know. But when you said Portland, I was like, Portland? Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's right. It's just a, it's a Washougal's fun little, awesome. Yeah, and it's, they use it just like that motorcycle course, right? Yeah. So you're twisting and turning, you have some gnarly little jetty, oh, yeah. jetty ups and yeah. jetty downs. For and you sure. get mud and you get hard packed. And you yeah. get, so. I, I've seen the course when they build, when they build that one up. That one's, Looks and they always fun. put the barbed wire right through the whoopty section. Yeah. Oh, that's and awesome. And hose it down. And so, so it's, it's like a penguin nasty. slip and slide yeah. by the end of the day. That's so awesome. Don't they make a big old mudslide down one of the big downhills? They do every now and then. Sometimes, like, with COVID, obviously, a lot oh. of things kind of got, like, <clears throat> shut down or modified. Mm. Like, they actually had hand sanitizer out on the course and stuff and, like, weight, what? like, specific, like, weight w- lines and obstacles when they came back. WTF. Yeah, it was, like, I'm, like, really? You're and out they took out the dunk walls because. Oh, my. You're God. out here sweating and you're concerned with COVID. Yeah, literally. They made us wear masks to start. No like, way. They'd put you in the corral and space you out. Like, so there's like only 20 people in the corral. What? And then you had to start with your mask. But as but soon then as you, you came out, out, you yeah. could dump it in the garbage. That makes zero it. sense. Two inches on, two inches on rules. I'm sure they just have to follow, yeah, whatever, whatever. Those rules are set in place so people don't get mad. Or shit. Yeah, the, the government wants to. And now it's like to. it never happened. 
Yeah. yeah. It's weird. What happens when you stop talking about it? It goes away. Yeah. We hyper focused on it for a while. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So I have a question. What, how do you get back into the work routine once you come home from something like that? You come off this awesome high of doing something really cool, and then all of a sudden you got to go back to work. Yeah, it's always like a reality shock. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just got back from Mexico for a week, and we're feeling that right now, so yeah, I need I'm some tired. advice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the tiredness, I don't think, ever goes away, to be honest. I think that's always there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, last weekend was the first weekend in, like, probably months that I wasn't doing something. You're actually home. Yeah, like, Sunday, I didn't even get out of my pajamas. Like, I, I, I think I walked outside just throw some garbage in the, yeah. the garbage can outside. But otherwise, I was like, mm, nope, I'm not doing anything. It's just to feel like you did something yeah, that day. just for downtime. But I usually get pretty stir-crazy, so, it's, so I'm always um, on the go. I always end up having to work when I'm gone, and so there's a certain portion of it that it's always kind of pre-wired to come back into yeah. it. Uh, okay. Like, someone's always going to text me. Someone's <laughs> always going to call me. Someone's... Always going to email me or try and find me, even though it's not um, super important at that time. It sure. To, to it is to them, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I never really kind of get to go off unless it's summer. Gotcha. And then that's always a shock to reality to come back. But um, it's always, I don't have a great answer. You don't have a good routine no. that you come home and, like, no. I do this, this, and this. Well, I mean, just I come like, home and yeah, I, unpa- I just go to work. I unpack, like, there's certain things I come into the house. Like, okay, I got to put the laundry. I got to do the laundry. I got to uh-huh. unpack. I got to clean this i gotta clean that and then it's like okay gotcha. now you know you're going to work the next day like, then you start your work week and wait for your next race <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much i it's mean it's you through it, it that's <laughs> especially once spring hits like winter's such a it's, it's a long season mm-hmm. and it can be uh it, it's long and it's i wouldn't say there's more competitions that i host but it, i think there it's a longer day whereas sure. like uh, fall like football games are really long days. Yeah. It's like yeah. 12, 14, 16 hours, depending on whatever it is. And so after that season, it's kind of like, a, oh, okay, now I can kind of transition. And then in spring, there's just so many things going on. Sure. That That's what I try to be like, okay, like every two weeks, Jenna's going to have to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna's busy, yeah. so don't call. Jenna's going to need some personal time. That's so. funny. Interesting. Okay. Well, damn. I was hoping for a solid answer because I... It's the same way for you, though. Everybody's oh, always calling yeah. you for something. No. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it sucks it, to be the boss, doesn't it? it no. It does, but gonna, it doesn't. I'm not going to say it does suck. Cause it I does always not tell suck. them, I'm your right-hand man, but I am never going to be the boss. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't suck, but it has its moments where you're like, damn, I just want to sell everything and stay right here in Mexico because this is great. But I I'd mean, rather choose somewhere else but Mexico. I was like, I, 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 I definitely I like was, it, I was in culture shock. I had never been, and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, the yeah. wild dogs yeah. really did it for me. Because oh. I'm a huge dog person, mm. and I'm like, <laughs> we bought you, a bag of dog treats just specific. So we did. Feed the so dogs. we could. I like it. Yeah. You're traveling right. So when you go to foreign countries, you're going to see that too. Just I so know. That's so wild. Yeah. Just. I just, just like I never. They're not dream. wild. They're just not owned. By not anyone. yeah. Because they're definitely domesticated not, yeah, and they're 100%. like healthy. Yeah, they look. I could good. never tell they're if just, they were someone's dogs or if they were wild because they're following everybody around. They're and smart. then I'm like, they they're smart. wild. 
Like if I follow this human around for an annoying amount of time, eventually they give me something. Yeah, I definitely had some because I was just like, we want more treats. Yeah, they had you labeled. Yeah. Yeah. Once we named it Pablo and we were were running around, it it followed us around for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Thing of treats down and we're like, okay, book it, book it to the truck so he doesn't see us leave. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. I don't know. I love Mexico personally. Like it's cheap. It's very cheap. The people are incredibly nice. We're in the they areas are. that we're in. In the areas that we're in anyway, right? Yeah. Like, it's not very often that you, here in the States when you're at a business or like Costco, for example. We shopped at Costco down there. Weird, right? Uh, they had a whole ass motorcycle they did. in the Costco. I actually, they I did. think I saw that on social yeah. media. I was like. Yeah. They had a whole motorcycle like, in Costco. I was like, what? We would have bought it if we could have brought it oh, across absolutely. the border. You didn't have room in the trailer? No. We, we can't. I don't think you can bring it across the border. You can't import stuff across the border like that. Did you drive it though? No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't even get to. I was so freaking. No, but I mean, out. could you buy it and drive it? You could. Oh, you no. can't. Actually, no, you can't. I was like, it no, you pass, can't. It doesn't pass America uh, <laughs> emissions. emissions and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. you'd have to hide it, yeah. and then yeah. you're really worried about getting checked at the border. Mm, yeah. Yes. I don't know how that got in there. I swear it was implanted. I did not put that there, <laughs> but I will take it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but it's it's not often that when you go out to the parking lot, there was somebody out there like just. Wander around, like here. I'll put your groceries in your cart for you. Like, and then, like, took our cart. And took our cart away. And oh, you mean they didn't like put it right next to the cart thing on the side no. of the sidewalk, right? or leave it in a store, or just leave they it behind not. their vehicle? Yeah, yeah. Everybody was a lot nicer. My biggest thing nice. was not being able to understand anybody or read anything. I was like, this stresses me out. But Google now, translate. Yeah, I know. Oh, I everybody who had their phones out and was you just Google zoomed in on yeah. the you zoomed Google in on the signs. And it'll translate it for you. I yeah. know we were driving because we were trying to find the border, and, yeah, and his dad great. was like, "It, oh, it didn't work." So we're like, so lost. Don't know where we're going. That's not your working. cell phones work down there. Your oh, plans yeah. work yeah. down there. Why don't you just put in Google Maps? Well, it is in Google Maps, but they were still trying. I don't know why, but Dad was like. I, gotta, I know what I want to know what that's it. They were making so things was, more difficult. They were the drivers. I just let them do their thing. I, I wasn't lost. I was fine. <laughs> I was just wandering around. <laughs> I was exploring the city. Mm-hmm. But the the ghettos of Mexico. Yeah, I what it's so much better once you get for, further away from the border, right? Oh like, yeah. Like well, down in San Felipe there it's People are nice. Food's good. It was so. It was really pretty. Pretty. Right. You're right there on the beach. The beach is kind of like white sands. Kind of like down the in Florida. The water was warm. Warm water. The wind kind of sucked this year. I'm not used to the wind, but mm, I guess it's that time of the season though. It right? was so yeah. windy. It was very like it was 30, 40 mile an hour wind. So it was like Oregon coast windy. all day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, all day long. Except but it was warmer. It was seventy degrees yeah. outside. So it was like. Yeah. yeah, I'll take this. But that's exactly oh, what it was like. Okay, but like not ideal. So we had beach days and race day was <laughs> perfect. Not windy. It yeah. was like seventy five. Mm, and yeah. that's the day we had to be outside. That's so the day we were outside all day. We were day, lucky. I'll take trucks, it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll was, take it. It was good. <laughs> the next day we were like, Okay, we'll have a beach day. We woke yeah. up and we're like, We'll pass on the beach day. Yeah, we were gonna Maybe go rent I'm quads. I'm just gonna sit in here. Yeah, yeah it oh, was yeah. so windy. Yeah, we were gonna go rent quads and we were gonna go cruise around on the beach and like have a, have a day, go shopping. And oh yeah. We woke up and we're like, I guess we're staying in the house till like two or three. <laughs> yeah. uh, we did Puerto Vallarta for New Year's uh-huh. a couple years ago, and so I actually spent christmas in hawaii okay uh, we took my grandmother before she passed away and my cousin and her husband were stationed out there so they had this like amazing badass house with a pool and sure. a mother-in-law oh, awesome. suite like 
Right by ways. the haiku steps. Like you can yeah. see the haiku stairs like up on the mountain. That is so cool. Oh, I was like, cool. is that them? I'm like, this is awesome. So like super cool, like cheap, cheap way to do Hawaii. And then when I was coming back, um, me and my friends decided like, uh, we wanted to do Mexico for yeah. New Year's. And so it's like, okay, well, I'll meet down in Puerto Vallarta because one of my friend's mom's boyfriend at the time had like a condo down there. Oh, yeah. So it was like, it'd be super cheap, um, just right by the airport in Puerto Vallarta. So we're like, oh, yeah, let's go down there. All right, great. And so uh, we ended up down there. And she's a millennial, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's a planner. We're and special. S- and wants to be doing things constantly. So there's always something. It's like, what, what do you want to do? This, 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 oh, like I'm all these things, right? And uh, wanted to do this quad tour uh-huh. to where you get to drive across this really long suspension bridge, right? You can do razors yeah. or you can do quads. Sure. Or you basically, you're just kind of going through like this forest area and yeah. these different things. And so we're like, okay, yeah. Well, she got us two-person quads and it was uh, Rachel, Zane, and Tony. <laughs> and it was like, I am not getting on a quad with either one of you two. <laughs> and Rachel's like, I really want to drive. And I'm like, Zane, I'm riding with you, man. You can drive. Like, that's yeah. I'm, but I'm not riding with either one of those two because those two are both crazy and yeah. terrible drivers. So definitely not riding with them. They flipped the quad, <gasps> man. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me about yeah. that. Yeah. Zane and I are behind him and they're right behind the instructor and they're going around. And, I mean, it's like a forest service road. So it's sure. not terrible. Yeah. Right. Like it's big enough, but she got too close to the rock wall on the one side and just went. And you're like, oh my God. Zane's yelling at me. He's like, get off. I'm like, I can't get off because you can't slow down. I'm like trying to get off so we can pull this quad off because it's still running. They're like trapped. Oh my gosh. You're like, that's why I wasn't riding with you guys. (laughs) Exactly. So that's the big joke. Like Tony's 50th birthday was a summer and we did um, Grand Grand Canyon. Okay. And so we went to Lake Powell and did um, Antelope Canyon. Well, you can kayak in the backside of antelope canyon yeah. so we found a place that we could kayak in. and it was like oh there's three of us and they're like we got a double and a single i'm like i got the single i'm in the single <laughs> you, do, you two are, you on, two your are own. on your own fight like, amongst I'm, yourselves yeah, yeah i'm not doing this i'm not doing this that's funny <laughs> did you get so fun, any weird tattoos in mexico no no we did, we did. Ooh. yeah i'm impressed right? yeah i'm impressed uh for our Spanish speakers, this is we know this is incorrect. It's our, Spanglish. It is. Our, so funny story behind this before I tell you the phrase. Uh, my friends last year that we went with, there was a guy who everyone was slowing down to the stop sign, but when he got to the stop sign, he didn't slow down. He punched it right and blew right through the stop <laughs> sign. Just as there's no laws when you drive down there, zero. Correct, which and is why so, I don't drive. Yeah, down there. it's intense. Uh, his phrase after that was no alto mas gasolina, which it, to us, no English, stop more gas. Yeah, yeah. No stop exactly. More gas, exactly. Right? So that was the whole talk but last definitely year. Definitely Spanglish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, well, not correct. No. We looked not up at the all. actual translation. It's like not high, more gasoline. We're like, <laughs> this is nice. So that's permanently tattooed on our legs now. With a cactus. With a cactus. We were going to get cactuses for the 50th birthday party, actually, because uh-huh. we were in Grand Canyon, sure. and we got like, yeah. Yeah. we haven't done it yet, because not so. all four of us were together, but yeah. that's... You got to, though. We're doing th- so, yeah, there was cacti. Like five yeah. of that's us awesome. that got it, and yeah. the tattoo significantly got worse. Oh, yeah. He was you think they'd get infected? better? No. No, 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 no. no, no. They're he, just he not clean. good. He, they're just not good. Oh. So we booked it. We found Did this guy. Did you guys have... Was it early for you, too, or were you in late Yeah, so his and I are definitely... He was first. I was second. It got and worse. 
Yeah, I would Hers say. Hers was probably the best one yeah. out of all. Uh, we had and it's five. still bad. We had five of them, and they all looked different. <laughs> Unique. There was, yeah. yes, there was one it that. It just makes the tattoo. That they, oh, yeah. Gasolina was gasolino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the cactuses did look like a penis. Yes. Not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> mine is kind of U-shaped, not very straight. Hers is the best one. And then and it's still really bad. The other person's the spelling is off, and her cactus is like folded. It's good, dude. Yeah. It's perfect. But it's what good. a what a great story for the oh, rest well, of your 100%. life, right? Because like, you know, people when they can see tattoos, they're like, "Oh, what's the story behind this?" Or, "Oh, let me see yeah. your tattoo." What's this everybody that? I've told is like, it's on the not a sober decision. I'm like, no, fully sober. Oh, one hundred percent. None of we us were intoxicated. Out. Yeah. Well, you don't know it, and then you're already kind of stuck when you're in there, right? Yeah. Like, oh, the first one, and then you're like the second one, and you're like, we're already so in it. So we yeah. rolled, <laughs> we're, we're deep yeah. in it. Yeah. Like, we, we rolled we dice to figure out who was going to go first. Yeah, and we did. Tyler Actually. ended up getting the lowest, so he got to go first, mm-hmm. then me. Getting and big. I was like watching him, and the guy went to go down and was like in the he skin. He was shaking and so And I whispered bad. to Tyler, and I was like, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be rough it was so it oh. was it was good though i don't regret the decision at all it is permanently tattooed and on the, the back guy, of my calf he had lived in the states before but he, he also he lived in mexico currently so and so he yeah. spoke english, english but also fluent spanish and he was like the whole like we told him what we wanted and he was like kind of laughed like that's not right and we're like no we know that's what we, we want yeah. <laughs> but they were 40 dollar tattoos like, so you can't complain. It was cheap. It's he, a good forty dollars. He was clean. Tattoo. He changed his needles. He sanitized. He did all the right stuff. So we was, all still have our legs. We, yeah. yeah. No one got an infection. No. So I feel like that's a win. We yeah. either had five matching tattoos, or we're all gonna have five matching peg legs. Like that was yeah. that was it. Because now they're matching tattoos. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. Kind, kind of. of. I would, In their own unique I couldn't, way. Yeah. yeah. They all say somewhat of the same thing. They somewhat have a cactus. We got on home them. and took pictures of all of them. We're going through it. We're like. God, what did we do? That's so funny. And guess what? It wasn't even our idea. Mm-mm. So it was our ringleader, who is Angie Waters. She's, She's a mother. Fifty-year-old woman. <laughs> She's like smart decision. I like it. We're yeah. getting tattoos, and we're like, okay, okay. It's <laughs> kind like, of how it came out in Grand Canyon. She too. was the lady that didn't have the, uh, a bas- a passport. We convinced her last minute to go because my best friend, uh, it's his mom, grew up racing with him all my whole life. So she's like, okay. Can, well, and he can used I to go in? without a passport all yeah, the time. Yeah, he did. Like, you can. It's not like impossible. Obviously, they let her back without it. Yeah. Like, without even it was a fine. blink of an eye. But we were, so we were worried. And then she was sneaking gummies across the border. Like, it was good. <laughs> that could have been bad. It was interesting. No, it was We fun, got him though. across and back over. We did, actually. <laughs> Drug dogs didn't want anything to do with they, you guys. Dude, we, okay, we were in the borderline for four hours, right? And so the anticipation is building. Like, okay, because one year we got searched, like fully 100% searched. Canada boarded our RV and searched our RV and like took our produce or something like that. Wow, that's Because crazy. it didn't have the little, like we took <laughs> it out of the package that we bought it in oh, while we were there yeah. because we put it in the container that was going to keep it fresh. Sure. Like um, logical, right? You can't have these grapes. What the hell? That's stupid. Anyway, like we were sitting in the borderline for four hours. We're like, anticipation's building. Cars are moving slow. Like, it was so terrible. Everybody's getting searched up there. Like, wondering if you're going to run out of gas. We're, yeah, we were like chilling. You're probably wasting half tank. I of looked gas. at her. I was like, there was like six gummies. I'm like, you better eat all of those by the time we get there. 
I'm not going to jail for you. Yeah. So we were hiding them in our trash bags and all that fun <laughs> stuff. But, uh, like, we get there, like, two cars from, okay, okay, this is it, this is it. We get up to the line, we're like, everybody stay cool, everybody stay cool. We get up to act the- Act normal, act normal, yeah, act normal. Yeah. I was just thing. glad they spoke English. Oh, yeah. I get up to the thing, and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, good. And he's like, passports. So I handed everybody your passport, and we handed the one with the uh, birth certificate. And he looked, and he's like, Sydney, Tyler. And he looked at each of us, Bryce, or whatever, Dad, yeah. and then Angie. And he's like, have a good night. We're like, uh, <laughs> we're <laughs> we, like did, we got out of there. We're like, are you kidding me? Four hours for this shit? Like, yeah, it was... That was interesting. Same getting across the border because I had never done it before. And it was like, you just drove right through. They didn't stop oh, yeah. you or anything. They don't stop and I was like, and the, him and they his dad. They let you come in, but doesn't Yeah, him get and his dad home. looked at me and they're like, the easy part is getting in. Yeah, like, I don't know if we're going to get back yeah. like in. They'll welcome you with open arms. Oh, yeah. The US might yeah. not welcome you back <laughs> yeah. with open arms. 100%. That's why uh, that line was over four hours long. Yeah. Dude, it was nuts. Well, we chose the wrong line. We got up we got up there and we asked the lady that was like doing some pre checks. And she's like, Well, there are I guess there's multiple lines to get in and she's like, Oh yeah, it's just different directions in town. Like, and ours was all merging. It didn't she's like, it didn't actually mean anything for the line that we were in. So we could have gotten out of line, gone around town, got into a different line, and gone through the border faster. In the line that we were in. But instead, we anticipated even the wrong making it back. line at the grocery store. The wrong line in the grocery store. Yeah. Or the movie theater. Well, yeah. And then my friends, they got stopped. So they actually went through the sentry line accidentally. And they got to the end and they're like, oh, well, you, you can't go through you gotta here. You got to turn like, back turn around. Turn around. So great. They turned around and they had no clue where they were going. GPS was being weird. <laughs> and they got stopped by the cops. Right. They were just chilling in a parking yeah, lot, like, trying to figure it yeah. out, and the cop pulls up behind him. I'm like, you just left the border. Pulls Why up. did you leave the border? Yeah. Why are you parked here in this parking lot? Pulls up behind him, and he asked if they spoke Spanish, and like, no. And he got immediately frustrated, they said. And he goes back to his car, and he comes back, and then he's like, you need to come with me to the station. And they're like, oh, How much money why? do you want? Yeah. We were told down there that you pay the cops off. So like if that's you do something works. bad, you pay the cops off. Yep. You right Once then you and there. get to prison or like jail, bad. you're screwed. Bad. But you can literally pay the cops off for anything. Yeah. That's what they say. The tattoo artist's girlfriend drove through a house and intoxicated. Intoxicated. And, and they, they just gave her paid the cops money. off yeah. and they paid the people that they broke the house and they're like, yeah, Okay. Yep. So they're like Okay, so they tried to pay him off. He's like, no, no, you got to come to the station. And then some random guy shows up and starts arguing with the cop that spoke somewhat English and going back and forth. So there, Molly and Bryce are just like, "Uh, we don't know what's going on here. And then they finally like argued down to a price of 20 bucks. So they gave the cop 20 bucks. Cop drives off and the guy's like, follow me. I'll take you to the, uh, follow me, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, no. Where? <laughs> Where? And he's like, oh, just to the Oxo down the corner, which is a convenience store yeah. in Mexico. I love the Oxos. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And then... They have all the goods there. They do. And he's like, yeah, just to the Oxo. And they're like, for what? And he's like, uh, to the border. And they're like, oh, 
okay. So they kind of halfway follow him and then he turns down a completely different road and then they head to the border. So yeah, when they like, caught uh-huh. up to this, they're like, I think we, we were just trying to get traffic. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I think that was set up. Like it was, that was the only sketch thing that happened all week, but it was right before we got back into America. Yeah. Interesting stuff, man. Freedom. Yeah, seriously. I did. I was like, so for four hours they were freaking out. They're like, I need out of this country right now, (laughs) dude. No bueno. No bueno. No auto. No gasolina. Yeah, no stop. More gas. That is our life motto to live by. You're gonna have to get bumper stickers of that. Yeah, I. We will. We will just take pictures of our tattoos and make bumper stickers. And make out bumper of them. stickers out of them, and that they're all the gonna be cards too. different. Yeah, I should. One hundred percent. Literally every friend I that send it to, life. they like try and guess what it is by googling it, and I'm like, it's Spanglish. Sp- Google doesn't do Spanglish. Yeah. You gotta do the I mean, English. I knew version. what it was. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you go understand. down there, and Alto is on every single stop sign. Yeah. No Alto. Moss gasolina. Yeah, no, stop, more gas. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Yeah. There's a period between each one. So no alto. Like, no stop. And then more gas, right? Instead of all in one, which means not high, more gas. So Perfect. I have not high, more gas on my leg. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> a shitty cactus. Cactus. Everyone's got to have a shitty cactus. I recommend it highly. Go to Mexico, get a terrible tattoo. Do research, though, and make sure your leg is not going to fall Don't off. do research. Do it. Because yeah, no. we didn't do research. We did some. We thought he On was good, we were but gonna, he's yeah. not. Trip he advisor, good. checking for reviews. <laughs> His pictures... Leg didn't fall off. Go to this guy. Oh, the best His part. His pictures looked really good, but... It didn't look bad, but the best part was... Our tattoos do not. It was also a... Um, <laughs> For G-rated audience, it was a love store as well. Oh, so we walked in and I, we're that like, didn't dawn on you, know, y'all. Interesting. Like, um, there was a uh, a plug of some sort on the tattooer's desk. So and he was in an open relationship. Oh, yeah. So all kinds of red flags that we just no alto mas gasolina right through them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you're living and we by, all could have gone out. Saying, guys. You're like, once they started saying, Tyler's gosh. tattoo, I was like, I can back out. See you, Tyler. Bye. Yeah. The more we talk about this, the more we talk about this, the sketchier and sketchier that it sounded yeah. that we did. Yeah. You probably you know? could have left that last I just had a realization. Exactly. I was like, oh, wow. People probably think we're absolutely I know. I was sitting on the floor looking this at my is, tattoo and I was like, This goes out to hundreds We all did that. Five of us did that. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about me being crazy doing the things that I do. I don't know. I feel like that's gambling there. I would say that's gambling for <clears throat> sure. For sure. No, after we got it, it burned like a mofo. <laughs> it didn't feel good. He had such a heavy hand too. It felt like he was taking a dagger and then dragging, dragging it down it. your leg. But like, like oh, shakily dragging it. That did not it. feel good. And I was Not like, therapeutic. No. we're all going like to end up most, with Like no most legs. tattoos, like, you know, they hurt, but they feel like good, right? To a like, certain extent. Mm. I Not, consider tattooing, like any of the tattoos, to an extent, depending on the location yeah. to be therapeutic. Sure, yeah. right? This and wasn't. Then this was. This and in was the back not, of my head, I knew it was, was going to be a shitty tattoo too. And it was small too, right? I mean, it's on a it's on a portion that's this big of my leg and it, it took 10 minutes, but it was very excruciating. It's interesting. It took two hours for him to even be able to like print oh, the yeah. tattoo, so that should have been a red flag print. to just get the heck and it out. Did somewhat design? 
y'all missed all the red flags prior to that. So it doesn't surprise me that you missed that. And we talked about them. (laughs) Red flags. And we just continued with the decision. As a group, we decided that it was a great idea. It's fine. It was good. If you pretend they're not there, they're not there. Mm -hmm. It's a great story, though. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, just for our listeners involved, you just had our Mexico Travels 101. Get a tattoo. No Alta. No. No Alta. (laughs) More gasolina. That is so awesome. Jenna, do you have anything else for us to share share with us? Pardon my language. (laughs) Do you guys get to try a DecaFit out or a DecaMile or something like that? Okay. I can do that. Then you can report back to your listeners on your experience. Dude, I... My knees. It has to be the lowest one, though. So The the one with the less running, Yeah. 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 My knees are very... Tired. There's there's lunches in there too. That's yeah, good. He's, uh, even working out, I'm starting to become like a body. little baby. I don't know why. Like after that last Spart Spartan, not Sparta. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Um, dude, I just I just can't run anymore. I can't like even like doing our circuit days because I'm the only one that does circuits because I love the pain and everything behind them. I like anything that has to do with running inside that. It's tough. Like my knees. There's are a reason I don't want to do any of those long ones. Like nuts. See, I had 10k, six miles. He needs miles, a that's full knee replacement. I had ambitions to do knees. the 30 mile race. You know, at some point, yeah. like the ultra beast and no. stuff. And like mm-hmm. now, I'm like, hmm, that would have been nice, but not now. <laughs> Retired from running that amount of distance. Yeah, I can like, hike maybe that. Yeah, distance. I'll hike. Like no problem. I'll I'll still ride dirt bike and stuff, but I think running is out of the picture for me. I would do so much complaining during that whole race like the amount of complaining i I do in a 40 minute workout session (laughs) she does do a lot of it's extreme well the race could take longer than 40 minutes that's what i mean that's just in my workout session i'm sure my workout session is a lot easier oh 100 you're power lifting yeah you might want to stick to the deca fit deca strong yeah okay so (laughs) we'll look into the deca fit Deca strong is like the more power lifting version of it. So I there's see. very okay. little running, I think, in the strong. It's just heavier weights. Yeah. So. You could do that. I already All do right. it, so. Cool. Well, yeah. listeners, this is Jenna Ravenscraft. She has been very insightful in the world of Spartan. <laughs> do a athletic Spartan director. race and yeah. get a tattoo in Mexico. Yeah, yeah that's 100%. what we've learned. That's our advice <laughs> that for the podcast. Yeah, 101. This is That Local Life. We are signing off. Keep it local.